Yes, welcome back. On the night I go back, I'm Ben. I'm Higgins. Higgins, thank you so much for that excellent visual cue to uh, I mean, to take us right. We really have this down to a science, I would say. I was actually listening to uh, my favorite murder the other day because Jamie loves listening to it. And it's I good. love that show. I'm a murderina for sure. Um, I don't think you are, but okay, go on. I'm a borderline murderina. A, a border murderino. I'm a borderino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a borderino. Sorry, Trump, you can't stop me. Yeah. Um, I was listening to it and I was like, you know what? This doesn't sound that much better than our podcast. So I think we've really, I think I've really achieved something yeah. in spite oh. of you. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> happy to be here. Thank you. Um, I think, uh, I'm, I'm an obese teen and you are soda. And <laughs> <laughs> you know soon. what? I've, I've succeeded despite your uh, bad influence Too on me. Soon. I'm going to forget everything you said after I'm, a, I'm an obese team. Oh, that's, we're just going to, we're just going to stop the podcast right there. They should um, make an MTV show called I'm an obese teen mom. <laughs> just see what happens. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that already is a, I mean, MTV it probably show. does. It probably does exist. Someone was talking to me. They were like, Oh, sorry. I was just watching the, the the ton twins or something on discovery oh, where it's like two twins who like together are like a thousand like or like the thousand pound twins i don't know it's getting there's like a whole genre of tv that's just like look at how fat these people are. you know what what though people like that i feel bad for because that's not from overeating like people like that that's like a gland issue that's well like but it's got to be hypothyroidism I mean, or something overeating's like definitely a, a piece of that i mean you don't have these like you know, Ozek style strong men oh, who are geez. going on, <laughs> going on these shows, <laughs> just the, just the absolute pinnacle of health. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, <laughs> podcast, TV, movies, yep, chit chat, yep. really good chit chat. Definitely also. the best, the best chit chat. Excited really, about today's episode. Excited. I'm excited. I'm ex- very excited. I'm sex excited about today. episode, oh, which is like wow. sexually excited. Um, we are having a very special guest coming on mm-hmm. later today. Later. Um, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like, I really want people to listen all the way through. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We're finally having super fan Keith on the show. Super uh, fan Keith. And he has been a great supporter of ours. He gives us good advice and he listens every week. And frankly, that's more than enough to earn you a one-way ticket to, uh, to, to guest town. That's on. more than my wife does. So we're, uh, that we're is significantly more than <laughs> like, than she does directly, but indirectly. Oh, we, she, yes, we're not going to get into indirectly. It. Emily, I appreciate you at the very least. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we'll bring Keith on. Uh, really excited to have him. I've actually never met him, so um, well, get ready be... for a treat. He's he's easy on the eyes, so you're gonna yeah, is he okay? Good, good. Because no, I don't I don't want uggos on this podcast. He's quite ugly. So um... <laughs> wow, okay, you really did a whole. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm hop I'm hop I'm hot off the soda, so I'm yeah, really uh... hopped up on sodas, dude. I've yeah. been noticing you've been looking oh a little chunky, so you might want to. Uh... <laughs> Thanks, LeBron James. <laughs> I think you've been watching too much basketball because you've just been downing those diet Pepsis. Um, wow. Anyone who's listening who like isn't in our tiny little circle is probably going to think we're just fucking stupid. Idiots. Well, that means whoever who listens that's not in our tiny circle. That's a good point. It's true. Good point. Very so. good. Um, okay, great. So Keith will come on later. We are going to chit chat for a bit, which we're already doing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Higgins, how has your week been? Oh, let me tell you about my week, sir. Um, this week I got selected for grand Ooh. jury, great grand jury, grand jury. It's, is that real? It, it, you're, well, you're in a grand jury. 
grand well g-r-a-n-d-e so i think it's grande jury. oh you're on a grande um, jury okay you're yeah, judging the jury. next taco bell uh. yeah um no grand, <laughs> so grand jury is uh they assemble grand jury to hear cases um and then decide if that case has enough um substantial you know what is whatever it's called uh, reasonable doubt substantial evidence whatever to move on to uh trial and is, so, a, is a grand jury like also like 10 to 12 people or whatever it no it's is, like, it like a ton there's of people? like 18 18 people yeah but and i i know this sound it sounds like it's a bad idea in covid times uh that's because it is um no but we're in like a giant room and we're all you said yeah all of you are in a giant room and then all the judges and stuff are like remote right so so they don't need to subject that themselves to that shit but you guys do that's very fair so let me ask you uh so you probably can't talk about the details of the case no i can no obviously well there's multiple cases so we're so what I was selected to do amongst my peers here, um, where we, we, sir, we report three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, all day, like nine to four, nine to three, Jesus. nine to five. And um, for the next 10 weeks or until April, April 1st, which I think is about 10 weeks, we do this. That's crazy. That is a, um, that is a time commitment. Dude. Yes. And then we, so we hear upwards of like four to five cases a day and we decide if there's enough probable cause to go to move forward with trial to 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 an actual jury trial. So uh, what what kinds of what what level of crimes are these? So we are from what I've been told we're going to hear everything. Okay. From murder one to manslaughter to um sexual assault to child a lot of child stuff they said which I'm not really looking forward to. Um but this week we I we've heard I heard three cases four cases this week and they're all drug all only drug okay okay um drug drug or like marijuana related no like drug drug like uh like real drugs okay yeah um and um let me tell you um tell me after like hearing sitting in here like it got really repetitive and really boring like to the point where like I didn't like I just didn't want to hear it was the same thing over and over again like this happened, this happened. It's the same type of drug. It was all fentanyl related. And like, there was, everything was, all, the cases were almost identical. And I'm like, this is just so boring. They should at um, least like intersperse the cases to keep you guys a little on your toes. Right. I think they said that because they're so bad, we're the first grand jury since COVID started. Jesus. So they said, we're like, you're, you're going to, for the first like week or two, you're going to have like full days. Cause there's so many cases waiting to be, to be heard so and then by the end of it you said they said you're probably going to have like closer to like half days by the end of it where you're getting out of oh like interesting one, okay. one o'clock instead of that's so o'clock. interesting so i didn't know at all that this was like a thing that they did oh, yeah i don't um, know i didn't know that what grand jury was i'd heard of it i didn't know what yeah the same here this. same here yes yeah. uh so let me ask you yes um why do you think that you were selected i don't know probably because i was an idiot and didn't speak up because i think enough people spoke up to try to get out of it. To try to get out of it. And I didn't, which is dumb of me. And I waited till after the fact to try to go and, and get uh, dismissed from it. And by that point, I think I was just, it was, wasn't going to happen. So when you say go speak up, like what were these people doing to get out of so it? So when you, I don't know what they were saying, cause it's all, it's all private. But when you, we got called up in front of the judge or they called our names out and they, they said, do you want to speak? Do you want to speak with the judge or do you, are you okay with, you know, if you get selected, are you okay? uh with with serving and everyone who pretty much went up to the judge and said i want to speak to the judge didn't get selected hmm. so and then i didn't speak with the judge and i got selected and then at the end 
uh, after the next day when I came back in, I went and tried to speak with the judge and tell them what, what, what my situation was. And he's like, well, it's kind of too late now. So yeah, yeah we kind of need, we just need numbers. Well, I so. went with them. And I was honest. I was like, look, this is going to be, this is going to go past Emily's due date. Right. So I told him, I was like, I'm, I have a baby coming. Oh, you thought that was a get out of jail free right. card. Like it is for yeah. so many other things. And then he was like, well, do you see any reason why you can't serve until your wife goes into labor? And like you're under oath, and I didn't want to be, a, I didn't want to like lie. And I was like, oh, I don't care. I guess not. I guess right, I right. So he's like, okay, well then, until your wife goes into labor, you, you'll you'll be here. And as soon as she goes, like he's like, we'll be we'll be accommodating to you. And like if you need to take a day or two here or there, like no problem. But you know, we we your your community needs you, and your blah blah blah, all that. You that's know, like so. Tempo. That's like so. That's so frustrating because like a, it's like. Dude, like, what kind of question is that? Do you think that you can serve on a jury up until you're right. working? Like, have you ever been, like, do you think, like, the father, obviously the father doesn't shoulder, like, the bird, like, the brunt of it, right? But, right. I mean, talk about a lack of support that you're going to be able to provide for Emily when you're busy three days a week. Like, what a, what a fucking annoying question to, to ask. And then right. the other thing is, like, when it comes to like jury duty, they say it's like your civic duty, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're yeah. like, you're obligated to do it. Everyone has every, it's your turn up. Everyone has to do it, whatever. But like, this is like the same, same way that people are feeling about like paying taxes right now. Like your civic duty, your government isn't doing their governmental duty, duty in almost any way. So you, but you're still expected to do your, do your, your civic duty. It's like one of those things is just such a, such an annoying thing to think about. And it's like, you can almost stomach the annoyance and the disruption to your life Mm -hmm. if you're if things are going okay in the government and you're like okay, right. I'm doing my part like whatever and like we're so far from that right now i would feel extremely frustrated if i had to give up this much time to go into fucking jury duty and like risk exposing myself to COVID. sure that's another thing it's like well i mean it's probably just as risky if not less risky than what i'm doing every day anyway um with yeah, work but no i i do agree that like it's not convenient and i mean i don't even know technically yet i mean in our in our employee handbook and like our company handbook it says that if you get selected that fedex is supposed to pay for your entire salary like your entire oh, time you're there. Yeah. but like i don't know they could throw something at me and say well we're not paying you like because i still have to go to work tuesday and friday right um and then like they, they could say something like oh we don't know we're not going to pay you right i didn't even think about that because you're yeah. you work you're not salaried so no so i'm an hourly employee but it does say I, I i got a copy of the handbook and i printed out the section on jury duty and it clearly states if a juror if you are selected for jury duty fedex will compensate you up to 40 hours a week so they'll essentially they'll they'll pay any anything right. while you're there so but, you, yeah okay that's not bad. but anything but anything like i lose out on all my yeah, overtime yeah, that's true. And you, but you know, the nice thing is like you don't work for some like no name company that could bend the rules right. and get away with it. Like chances yeah. are your company is is legit. And you know what right. you should do? You should ask Keith if he's ever had to serve jury duty. Well, no, he's... I've asked people who who at work who have served, and they said that they FedEx has paid them. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. So I think that won't but, be problem. But yeah, you no. look time and, and everything. Yeah, that's the thing. I you know I get three you know three two to three hours of overtime a day. So like you're right there cutting down on close to t almost almost 10 hours of overtime a week which i like i have been wanting to cut back because i don't necessarily need all that overtime but i've developed a lifestyle now where like i'm accustomed to that overtime that like it will suck for a little while to not have that but i mean yeah and i guess my final thought on this is you are someone who i would not want on my grand jury <laughs> if it was drug related well no so here's the thing I feel like you were saying like, because the government's not doing their job, do I feel confident in like all this stuff? It's like, I haven't heard any like severe cases yet. The three cases that we've heard are drug related are like 
eh, like it just sounds like, I know it's like fentanyl is a hard drug and it's like, it, it is illegal and like there's a lot of danger that can come with it. But the stuff I've heard is like, it just sounds like people trying to make an extra buck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. so it's like, I have a hard time feeling a ton of, of like anger towards that. Right. You know, right. Yeah. like I'm sure next week when we get into like murders and shit, I'll be like, okay, yeah, fuck this guy. Like this guy or, or girl yeah. uh, get, ha, should go away for forever. But um, see, I, so think far, like, I think you're very well qualified for almost all of it. The drug thing, you've just always been a little judgmental for my taste. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want to, I wouldn't say judgmental, but, but I will say based on what you just said about your first week of experience, you, I'm, I sound, it sounds like I'm totally wrong. It sounds like yeah, you are, you're taking a very, a very good, fair stance to. I've also, i this is all, it's also weird because we were told by so many uh, like DAs and, and, and judges that we listened, that we talked to this week, like you're not here to decide if this person's innocent or guilty. And you're not here to decide if, if what happened to them was right or wrong. You're just here to decide if there's enough probable cause to move forward. Mm. And like in one of the cases, it was very clear that like, it was all circumstantial stuff. Right. And like, I was thinking like this, I don't know, like this doesn't sound right, but it's like, we're not basing, we're not, we're not judging on innocence or guilt. We're judging on probable cause. And one of the DAs put it pretty, pretty accurately. He's like, I'll put it like, if a cop is driving by a house and sees the car of a known drug dealer parked outside and he bursts it through the door of that house without a warrant and sees that guy sitting on the couch with a stack of heroin in his lap what that cop did is illegal, but we're not here to this. Your, your, your job isn't to decide that your job is to decide, is there enough probable cause for us to bring the guy that he saw with a stack of heroin on his lap to, to court. That feels extremely shitty to me. It does. And I felt awful. Like I, they told us that at the beginning of the, of the whole thing. I'm like, okay, that's whatever. But then one of the cases actually kind of borderline that I'm like, Oh, I feel, this is not, I don't feel good about this. See, yeah. Know? See, that's almost like, that's like, it's there it's like a it's like a foundational like built-in way to kind of skirt the rules it's like right. that that rule that law that's like you can't you can't just do what the cop did in that scenario that you laid out mm-hmm. like and that that would be an inadmissible or whatever mm-hmm. that that exists for a good reason that right. exists for a very specific and good reason so that cops don't feel carte blanche to just go and do whatever they want to whenever they want to right there needs to be that kind of check and balance but that's what they said that like that's where the trial court comes to play like that sure okay but then you need to decide do you feel like you would judge like you you would be able to feel confident that a court would do that right like you you almost as someone who you know has faith in your own judgment and wants Mm -hmm. and and, and has your own moral compass and sense of right and wrong you know you want that you 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 feel like you should have a little bit of an influence over this or you want things to go the right way right just want to like yeah I, i would feel very there's a lot of really interesting emotions and feelings here uh around this and i'm interested to hear as time goes on and and sadly as Probably, you get yeah. more and more like depressing shit like um you know this might change you as a person i don't i mean it'll change the way i, I hope it changes you as a person. person i don't think i don't think it will <laughs> there's there's so because if i don't know i just don't think it's gonna change me as a person unless i hear a case that's gonna really fuck me up mentally yeah. Like then maybe, but yeah. like, I just think it's just going to be like, yeah, well, nothing I say matters. Like it's, there's 20, there's 20 something people or 18 people in the room and 12, it has to pass. 12 people have to have to say yes for it to pass or something like that. I think with the natural numbers. You should have, um, you should have handed the judge one of our stickers and been like, check out my podcast. And you <laughs> think I'm going to be good for this. Right. 
And, and so far, <laughs> every time, like, even if I had raised my hand and said, no, I don't think we sh- this guy should be on trial or this, this should move forward, everyone else did. So it's like, I don't, I don't, it's not like I have a, a leg to stand on. You yeah. know, no one else has felt the same way I've felt so far. Dude, well, you're just like in action seeing all of the inadequacies of our. Right. of our judicial system i mean you're seeing it firsthand at this point uh, you, just, pretty... you, you just have to hope that that the trial court does their job you know yeah as they always do but i don't think i should talk about this anymore because i think i've already said too much you think 30 so... minutes is probably like the like the judge would look at that and be like okay 30 minutes of talking about it that's okay then again i have not said a single thing about any of the cases which i think no, you are that. expertly skirting that line <laughs> so one, one lady so the judge goes the the district attorney in like the first hour that we were there was like well, um we we just we 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 can't say not to but we encourage you guys not to follow the news and mm. or not to not to follow mm. local news to blah so blah, blah. Can, in case you see what's going right. on and the this one like woman raised her hand she's like she's like any kind of news like local like national news we can't listen to and he's like and the judge was like well no yeah i mean he's like yes like you're not here to impeach trump but like <laughs> like i mean like local news like don't 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 listen to if you see something come up in salem like kind of turn your back to it because like could be a case that you're gonna be what, listening. A, what a stupid question that's what i said I literally, <laughs> I literally laughed i literally laughed out loud and i thought everyone i thought other people were gonna laugh but no one else laughed yeah, and I was like, just oh. you yeah oh but that is fucking stupid i would have laughed yeah. at that too i wish you and i were both on this bad boy that would oh, be man. awesome if i just wish like it's me it's me and like like 17 like 60 year old people right like this right. i'm like probably the second or third youngest person in the room and because I'm not young. the younger people <laughs> could figure out how to get out of it effectively. well most like one girl uh who was about my age maybe a little younger got out of it by saying ah, she works part-time in a restaurant and two of the days that she works are days that are taken up by court so like she can't afford to not be there and they're like, okay yeah and so i thought about going that route too maybe i'll say i can't afford it but like I, obviously that's a lie too so it's like i don't i don't know dude the implications there too of like lower income people being less likely yeah. less able to to be on juries i mean the more that you see the closer and closer that you get to it the more that you see like the more fucked up that you and the and the, the the jury they'll they pay you 50 dollars a day if you're if your employer doesn't pay they'll pay you 50 dollars a day so hmm. like you're getting which is not that's not a lot that's 150 dollars a week that you're going to be there. That, yeah, yeah. Like, you oh, could yeah, be, like you could be missing out on triple that or quadruple that if you actually went to work and you're only getting like a, a fourth of your salary right, for that yeah. week. Yeah. So, I mean, that is, it's not a lot. I would expect more at this point. Cause I remember like it was $50 like 30 years ago. I remember my mom talking about like way back in the day going to serve and they were paying her $50. So it's like, it hasn't, <laughs> even, it hasn't even increased in like 25 years. Like the most consistent thing in the country. Yeah. So well, very um, interesting. Well, I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing more about it. Uh, I as will you try are to be able, as big as able. I can. Yeah, yeah, no, very in good. The, in these upcoming weeks. So. But uh, that's very interesting. More interesting than anything that's happened to me this week. I just want to say uh, yesterday was Jamie's birthday. Happy birthday, Jamie. HBD, Jamie. HBDJ. Um, we had a very nice day and a nice long weekend. And What'd you guys um, do? Uh, well, we went on a hike on Friday, which was really nice because I took Friday off and then we have Monday oh, off. Oh, how of, different from what you normally do. Wow. That's, you know what? You know what? What would Ozak say about you discouraging me from exercising? What are you, LeBron James? Um, we did the hike, and then yesterday we went, we did a little shopping. We went and walked down, uh, walked downtown and got a really delicious burger for dinner, and then Ooh. watched some excellent movies and TV, uh, which I'll talk about. Okay. Um, you know, today we did some shopping, and tomorrow we're going to go on another hike. I mean, it's just a nice shopping, like in store or online shopping? 
uh, I went to Guitar Center today because I needed to buy a, a new microphone. And keep um, that place in business. They're, they're going out of business. Oh, my God. It is bleak, dude. It yeah. is very bleak there. Like, the people are, like, thirsty for business. Even just the dudes who, like, the, just the random dudes who are working <laughs> there. And, like, most of the shelves are, like, completely empty. Like, it is... I was saying, I mean, when we got there, it was like surprise Guitar Center has stayed in business, you know, right. this long. Yeah, I can just imagine them like Guitar Center throwing out like thirst traps. <laughs> like, I know, yeah. I walk in like, and there's like a bunch of sexy nerds that are yeah, like. With, uh, their, with their shirt rolled up, like, yeah. not like where their bellies hang out. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh my, this is nice. Hey, you want a microphone? Play Stairway please? to Heaven? <laughs> um, <laughs> Where's the closest guitar I got to play Natural <laughs> Gas? Uh, well, that's yeah. cool. Happy birthday, Jamie. Happy birthday, Jamie. Can't so believe cool. she's finally 21. Yeah, well, you know, finally, barely legal. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. It's really yeah, bad. not great. Not great. So, Higgins. Hey! <laughs> I know you've been really busy um, yeah. being the strong arm of the law this week, but have you had <laughs> time to watch the <laughs> being the long tick of the law? <laughs> Um, have you watched anything of interest or important? Yes, yes, I have. As a matter of fact, I have. Um, I watched um, a brand new Netflix docu-series that came out this week um, called The Night Stalker. Ooh. Have you heard about this yet? I have not. Oh, you haven't? Well, no. Jamie, as a murderino, one, you're going to love it. And Jamie will love it too. Um, so it's, it's the number one thing on Netflix this week um it's in it's the night stalker it's a four-part documentary series about the night stalker serial killer from the 80s in uh los angeles richard ramirez Mm. um i'm not going to get into what he did because it's it's pretty well known but he's responsible for 13 murders um potentially more but he's been tried for 13 murders um like 18 rapes a couple of kidnappings a couple of a bunch of robberies all that kind of stuff um so the documentary was excellent. The docuseries was absolutely excellent. Okay. What it's catching a lot of heat, however, this week, um, because of how graphic it is. Like it's extremely graphic. So what? So I know they have to do these things, these true crime things. They do them in like different styles. Like yes. they could be like reenactments, or they can be like like animations. Like how are they? How, well, this like, one, this one is graphic because they show crime scene footage. So real, like, legitimate footage. Real, legit, legit footage, and like. They do the they do their best to to keep the victims like face out of frame, but it's it's on it's the most graphic documentary I've ever seen, and I've never seen as many crime scene photos um, in my life when it comes to any kind of true crime anything. Um, but that's what I think sets this apart as being a super well done documentary because if it's it's not like it didn't take the other the, the route where they kind of like do reenactments or whatever. Like it just shows you they 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 tried to scare you and to sh- and to show you like how fucking crazy and scary this dude was and how and what he did to these people. Like he would leave the he was hu- huge in the sat- uh, satanism and he would leave the um what's that thing pentagram or uh like the the, the, the star the or the a yeah or? the yeah he would leave that in blood on all the on, oh, on the walls wow, yeah. and stuff. And um, yeah, it was, it was, it got to a point where like in the second or third episode, I had to shut it off. Not because it, not because of the graphic of uh, the graphicness of it, but like, I got like legitimately scared wow. because like they would go into such detail, of, like what he would do and like 
how he would break into the houses and all this kind of stuff. And it got to a point, it was like, I think 10 o'clock or 1030 at night. And I was watching one of the episodes. I was like, I got to shut this off and watch it tomorrow. Cause it's like legitimately terrifying. That's uh, now I want to watch it. I wasn't yeah. sure, but now I'm like, no, it, I, it's you'll, you'll, I, I mean, if you're into true crime and that kind of stuff, you'll really dig it. Um, the what's cool what not cool but what's funny about it and they didn't go into the into this in the documentary but i remember hearing this was there was a tie there was a tie to the band acdc okay (laughs) because he um an acdc hat was found at one of the crime scenes that ended up being richard ramirez's so i i guess they were targeted acdc was targeted by all these like religious groups and all these things saying that that they were the cause for him going crazy and like being a satanist a satanist because they thought that he the music they were putting out was the reason that he got into it um and they like they they said that um acdc stood for the antichrist devil's child um and then like the acdc the band had to come up and be like is that hey, right AC- that's not right no AC- the guy <laughs> malcolm young was i remember he came out he's like acdc like was the brand of was the brand of uh sewing machine that my sister made my oh. uh was my sister made my schoolboy outfit in oh yeah and the, so i remember the band but the band got super popular because of it like they it was oh. like the height of their popularity was because they everyone thought that they were the band that drove richard ramirez to kill so like they, they saw like a huge spike in record sales and all that. And it was in like 1985 or 1984. So kind of right when like, you know, they were one of the biggest bands in the world. And you figure that something like that would kind of slow, would, would derail the band, but it made them super popular. And I remember listening to or watching the behind the music on ACDC. Remember that show behind the music? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And them talking about this briefly. And I was hoping that they would go into it in the documentary, but they didn't. Um, but yeah, that was just a funny, like a funny connection was that ACDC got a lot of heat <laughs> and they, a lot of people blamed ACDC for like these murders and it's like, no, like they, they were carried it's, out by just like a psychopath and yeah. it, just shows, it shows how like, how once the world was just so dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah well no but that's still like a thing like when like when like school shootings and stuff happen people are like oh video games you know right, like, right, right, still, right. it's the same kind of mentality right um they, they, they try to take as least like they try to give as little responsibility to the person who actually exactly did. it's exactly right it's, a, it's about displacing responsibility exactly right. yeah um that's interesting so it sounds really cool i definitely want yeah to check so it's a four-part documentary series they're about an hour long so i mean it's you know a couple of hours of your day but i i blew through them in one or two nights and it's well worth it's the only thing i watched this week um that's of note so yeah that's what uh, highly recommend it's called the night stalker it's number one on netflix right now so as soon as you go on netflix homepage, it'll, it'll be right there to watch so go oh, good to know good to know mm-hmm. good one mm-hmm. very good Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, can I say though, something else I forgot to mention during chit chat that's tangentially related to this? Sure. Um, did you, so you have Riley now fully trained to fetch you a beer and bring it oh, to you? Oh, did you like that video? Yeah, that was a great video that you sent out today. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it train because she's like a person, not a dog. But um, I just asked, I didn't, it wasn't like, I, I never really done it before. I was just sitting there and I, <laughs> I didn't want to get up because I was watching the football game. And I said, hey, Riley, can you just go get me one of these? And I, I like showed her what I was drinking. She's like, yeah, no problem. And she just went up and got it and came back. And, and it, was, it was like the proudest moment of your life. It was, it was just, I was like, okay, like this is where we're at now. Like you're of the age that I, yeah, you won't drop it or you won't like, you won't cut your hand on it or you won't like, you'll come back. You won't just keep walking or something and, like that. And you have like eight years until the point where you got to worry about her taking a sip and then going right. down a very dangerous path. Well, it's she's funny. Right she, spot. she like smelled one of the empty bottles and she's like, Ooh, smells like I don't daddy. think I, she's like, I don't think I'm ever going to drink this. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you don't Everybody, have to. Yeah, it's like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, you don't have Everyone to drink it if you that. don't want to. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that's that's a proud moment. This is well, a video. Really nice. I'm just like I'm like envisioning you watching this great documentary and chilling on your <laughs> nice sectional couch, and your daughter is your beautiful, healthy daughter is bringing you a beer. Like you're really like you're living it, dude. You are I mean, living life. This is this is the reason that kids were invented. I'm all for it. So yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's it. Well, I mean, what do I know? <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, right. <laughs> what I do we know? Agree. What do you know? Yeah. Okay, good. So. Good stuff. Um, I've watched a ton of good stuff. So one thing I've been okay. doing is catching up on some Apple Plus series. Um, and one that I watched was one that came out. So when Apple Plus launched like a year, year plus ago. Apple Plus is just Apple TV, isn't it? Or is it actually Apple? Or is it, is Apple? it Apple Plus? Is it is it Apple TV? I think it's I just called it Apple, Apple TV. Plus. I could be, I mean, I have no idea. I could be wrong. Apple TV Plus. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Apple TV Plus is what the, is what the streaming service is. Um, but right, it's like Apple's, you know, it's like Apple's streaming service, mm-hmm. right? So uh, they, you know, with Apple money, they rolled out the streaming service with a ton of like really big names and big content, right? Uh, um, one that I haven't had a chance of watching, but one of their like big tentpole launch shows was that morning show show with um, Steve Carell right. and Jennifer Right, right, Aniston. which I heard is good. Yeah, I heard it's good too. And so they're, they're really rolling out like, like the, you know, money for the big names one of the shows that uh, just got into its second season now and its first season premiered when Apple TV plus premiered was the um, M night Shyamalan series called servant. So M night Shyamalan produces and directs this series for Apple. It's like a normal 10 episode TV show, but it's like mm-hmm. of his like directorial style and okay. plot style. And um, so like twists and all and all that kind yeah, of Yeah, kind of like, it was like a little twisty, but like also like very like, you know, it's horror but psychological horror, lots of mm-hmm. kid stuff and, and um, you know, all of his, all of his normal trademarks. And I love M. Night Shyamalan. Even his like bad stuff I'll watch. You'll, um, there's no way you like The Happening. There's no way you like The Happening. No, I didn't like The Happening, but I liked, um, what was that other one that wasn't very good? The, the Village? Um, I, I thought Village was good. I thought it was good too, but that's not, yeah. that's one of his least popular ones. No, The Happening did suck, you're right. Um, yeah. But obviously when he's hitting, you know, when like in um, Unbreakable and Signs and Six. Did you see like, Glass? Yeah, I saw Glass. I like, I thought Glass was good. I thought Split was really good. I thought Split was really good. Um, Split was really good. Glass was okay. Uh, but, you know, um, I love N.H. Amblon. Mm-hmm. So the series um, stars uh, um, the daughter from Six Feet Under. Um, Lauren Ambrose. Yes, thank you, Lauren Ambrose, who is excellent. I think she's like really good. She was really good in Sixteen Hundred. She's really good in this. Really good uh, in Can't Hardly Wait. Yep, and it also stars uh, Rupert Grint, who is of course um, from Harry Rodney, Potter. From Harry Potter. Yep, um, who's doing a pretty decent, a serviceable American accent. You can definitely tell it's not you know dead on, but he's 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 good. He's a good character. But the show is essentially about. Um, this this family loses their very young child, um, and you find out why later. And it's you know I won't get into I won't get into it. But basically, the the the, the show at the start of the show, the baby is dead. They're oh, doing this therapy for the mother, uh, Lauren Ambrose, where they've replaced because the, the, she's not willing to accept that the baby's dead. So they've mm-hmm. replaced the baby with a doll, like a very lifelike baby doll to try. Oh, to I think I've seen. I think I've heard of this now. Yeah, that, yeah, sounds, yeah. that that sounds familiar. And then in the first episode, a nanny they hire a nanny or whatever, and the nanny shows up, and the baby, the doll comes back to life, and the baby's back. And it's yes. it's all about like you know why the fuck did this happen, and 
everyone is like, at first everyone's panicking. Like, you know, the, the mother, Lauren Ambrose is like, oh, you know, nothing, you know, everything's the same. Like I do, she didn't accept that the baby was dead before and now the baby's alive again. And for her, right. the baby's just always been alive. For everyone else, they're like, holy shit, where did this baby come from? Like, we got to figure this out. You know, the nanny is super creepy and weird. And like, she's obviously got something to do with it and very like occult and religious. And, right. um, and the, it's excellent. It's, it's, 10 hours or actually it's, it's less than an hour. So it's probably about like five or six hours. So it's like a, it's essentially, it, it feels like a long M night Shyamalan movie. Um, so Grant's really the husband or is he? No, he's not the husband. No, I was going to say that. He, I was going to say he's awfully young to be playing Lauren Ambrose's husband. <laughs> no, he plays Lauren Ambrose's brother. Okay. Um, so he's, he's like a support, he's like supporting, but he's in, you know, he's in it every episode. Right, 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 right. Um, the husband is actually not someone I recognized, uh, uh, Toby Kebbell, but he's excellent as well. Um, and then Rupert Grint is great and the, the nanny, they're all really good. And the, the series was captivating and, and held my attention all the way through. And it ends on this huge cliffhanger, which is okay because the second season just began. So the first oh. episode of the second season is out. So we were able to watch the first, the first season plus the first episode of the second season. Um, is once. it weekly or does it really release all It is once? weekly. Yep. Yep. Okay, it's cool. weekly and it's short. It's like 30 to 40 minutes. So it's not a, uh, you know, you don't get a whole hell of a lot of it. Um, That's fine. But Sometimes it's, shorter it's the better. That's what I always say. Really good. And if you like his stuff, it's just like it's just like an excellent M Night Shyamalan movie. You know? Okay. Is it like okay? So it's not the happening. It's closer to like the Sixth Sense, or it's, it's closer good- to. Um, I'd say if I had to compare it to one of his, I'd say closest to. <sighs> Un, like unbreakable six cents like okay. the good like the good stuff okay. yeah okay. Good. maybe I not like not quite thematically although it does just like a lot of his shows have like it, it is centered around kids and mm-hmm. you're like a kid yeah. right um really really good really good we loved it and i'm like it's nice because there's not a lot of shows happening right now so it's nice to have another show to watch on a speaking of shows that are happening right now not to not to cut you off but i'm going mm-hmm. to i we started on upon your request last week Emily and I started the judge, not the judge. Oh, your honor. honor. Um, and love it. It's really good. It's excellent. Right. And we, it's it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Well, right. And that's exactly right. Like you, you're looking at that. You're like, Oh my God, I've seen all of this stuff so many times before. Um, and I've seen Brian Cranston in this exact role and I've seen this plot and, and everything. And, um, but it, it, they just do it. It's so well done. Oh boy. Do I hate the sun? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Oh dude? Tighten God. your shit up. And like, like come on, just man. grow up for like five seconds. Literally, like they, thing, literally, he literally it. got, a, they could have got away with it by the second episode. If you just, your yeah. dad's a judge. He's serious. Yeah. He knows how to make this work. And you still, you still try to fuck it up and manage to fuck it up. Like, Ugh. I agree. And uh, I thought he was going to be so cool. Cause like the opening scene is like him, you know, banging his teacher. Right, right, right. Like, Oh, this guy's just a pussy. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, yeah, no, that's uh, that's really so. Yeah, really good. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think it airs tonight, actually. So I will say, uh, yeah, back to your honor. Yeah, talking about your honor for a second. Um, yeah. the whole that whole his the show is 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 like the um the case that that Brian Cranston is working at the beginning. It happens in one of those shotgun houses in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. You know anything about those? Like more than what they talked about on the show. I it's remember seeing like, them. Well, I remember when I'm going to New Orleans and seeing them. But I've right. Never, like, so in New Orleans, like it's a very, it's like a very long house. It's like all one floor where it's basically like sequential. Like you need to go through rooms to get to the other. Right. 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 Um, me, Rob, and Jeremy went to New Orleans a few years ago and stayed in one Rob, of the shotgun Jeremy houses. And I. Uh, no, me went to New Orleans. I think that's right. 
Rob Jerry and I we went to like, like an Airbnb, we stayed in, like a a, in a Airbnb shotgun house, and it was oh, exactly geez. like that. It was like you walk in, and it, it's the living room, then a bedroom, then the kitchen, then mm-hmm. two bedrooms, then the bathroom, and like you need to walk through other people's bedrooms to get to the bathroom. It's yeah, it's really a bizarre thing. But it's um, wild that like, ugh. but what I do like about the show, though, not again, not to keep, I don't want to go on a tangent because this is your time, but it's such an ode to New Orleans. Like I love the the it's obviously like it was obviously shot in new orleans so like all the scenery is beautiful the cinematography so many cool. yeah unique like new orleans new orleans and it was like, like and elements so and... it's like so new orleans like it's not it's yeah. like so it's not any place else like as soon as you yeah like without you even saying without even saying where it was you knew from yeah. like the second or third scene just by like the way the houses were and everything like that and new orleans is such a beautiful city yeah um it's a you shame could almost say that. new orleans is like the fourth main character in the show right oh i won't Ooh, say that but, you um, could say it though. <laughs> i could but i won't jamie's re-watching um sex in the city ahead of the the revival the oh Kim we, do, we should have her on and talk about that we i mean, could I don't, i've never really watched it and emily on about because emily's been wanting to do an episode we just can't figure would out they do a jamie emily only episode like i would love to see that that um, would be incredible i'd be very into that so i was actually thinking um because i would i'm gonna feel guilty because like once once emily goes into into labor and we have the baby it's probably gonna be like a month before i can really record because i don't remember approving i don't remember approving (laughs) maybe not a month but like at least three weeks because like i mean newborns are newborns man they're crazy um and i would like to see you continue to record with like have a special guest host every other week every week i think i'm kind of looking forward to having a a month or so off i think that sounds like a nice sabbatical for the uh Wow, you're already ready. Remember, to I mean, you remember, you don't really work a lot of this podcast, but I do. So, uh, <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> lots of well, lots of research guest, and. Um... <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about one more thing before okay, we go, before go. we move on to our guest. Um, there is a movie that came out this week, I think, or last week, mm-hmm. um, called "Promising Young Woman." Ooh, have you heard of this movie? I know you I have haven't not. because okay. you are sexist. Promising Young Woman stars um, Carrie Sexy. Mulligan in an incredible. Oh, role. the one where she's okay. I know now. I know this one. She's you probably worker, see. Right? Yeah, uh, she's not a sex worker. No, she works in a coffee shop. Um, but you're thinking of the right movie. Yeah. Uh, because in the she she dresses as a stripper as part of the movie. Okay. Um, the movie is essentially one big kind of revenge fantasy that's uh, kind of in honor of women who have been taken advantage of by men specifically like that like kind of me too era or me too style um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like like you know you they were asking for it they were too drunk you get taken advantage of that kind of thing and like the whole recent push to combat that very wrong kind of mentality around that right so um and it's it's really really good it's one of those movies that like as someone who you know, isn't a woman and can only really like kind of sympathize with that and not empathize with it. It's one of those mm-hmm. things like, it's an important thing to watch because it helps people like me empathize with, with that kind of thing. And men everywhere, not just like me, but like it, as a man, it helps you get into the shoes of someone who's like, whose whole life is dictated by potentially being taken advantage of by a man at any yeah. point, having to watch what they're drinking and where they are and who they're with and all that stuff. Um, it's, and it's just like a great satisfying revenge fantasy uh, revenge fantasy thriller like it's just incredible it has a lot of a lot of really good kind of like bit parts um in it uh with a lot of like good comedians and okay. uh, it stars bo burnham who's who's really good it's got like bo allison Bree and sam sam richardson and jennifer coolidge uh, of norwell fame um yep. stiff was mom 
Yep. So it has a lot of, it has a lot of like good comedians and it's just an extremely good movie just through and through. It's like an important movie to watch and it's an entertaining movie to watch. And um, it's just excellent. It's just really, okay. really good. It's I've heard good getting, things. It's already getting like Oscar buzz. Yeah. It's like, a, it's a dark comedy. Where can you find getting, it? Tell, tell the people where they can find it, Ben. You can get, you can rent it on Amazon for almost $20. Oh God. So yeah. I assume from what I know about you, you did not do that. I uh, may or may not have not done that. Uh, oh. But I do, but we were actually talking about this. I would have paid $19 for it. Yeah. Because, after the fact. Yeah. After the fact. And I didn't, I have, I obviously have the opportunity. You can go back and do it now to give the movie its money. I could, I could, I'm not going yeah. to, but okay. uh, I will say that um, it is worth every penny. And it, it, it's, it's really I have heard, I've heard great things and it's on my, there's that new Tom Hanks movie that just came out that I think I want to look into. Yeah. Um, and that movie that I really want to watch. Like you said, it sucks that they're, I don't, I don't, I don't <clears throat> pirate things like some people not saying, not going to name names. Like some people do. Um, no, one, because I don't know how, mostly because I don't know how. Number one um, and number. Yeah. Number one and number. Exclusively. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's because all. Because I support the local arts. So I don't, I don't do it because I think these people need to, <laughs> they, they need their money. Okay. There's um, definitely no, no, it's, literally because you don't know how to do it okay well anyway regardless of why i don't do it um <laughs> that's one of the movies i wish i i didn't know what the name was but as soon as you mentioned carrie mulligan i knew exactly what movie you were talking about yeah um so yeah that's on my my to watch list that one and well, then, you better start saving your shekels you chump. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> you now I got, I got all that uh jury money there's burning a hole that's in my true pockets. that's true you should bring it on a little you should put it on your phone and be like guy between cases be like guys you want to watch this with me <laughs> please accept me um, oh man the movie is so is so 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 good though and i was like i'm still thinking about it and the whole final act is just incredible and uh, it's really good it's really good it's 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 worthy of the buzz it's getting good i'm glad because what are we without buzz we're nothing just we're a bunch of flightless bees <laughs> yep um <laughs> I did see a movie I want to. I also want to watch. I think you'll enjoy it. I actually think um, you already had your opportunity to talk. Okay, well I'm gonna do it again because we're still waiting on our guest. Um, do you see the preview? It might have. It might. I think it already came out. Uh, the Lodge on yeah. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. I has that been I, out for a while. Yeah, that has been out for a while. Let me. Feel like there's a lot of movies that are similar to that. Um, it's got the, one of the kids from. Um, oh, with Alicia uh, Silverstone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, is Alicia um, Silverstone? Yeah, she is. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I did see this movie. I did. It see looks fucking terrifying, and I really want to watch it. I think I'm gonna. I'm thinking about watching it tonight, after the uh, kiddo goes to bed. Get out, snuggle up on the couch, with my lady. There's been so many movies that are like really just like this, um, recently, but, but none of them have caught my attention. Like the trailer for this one caught my attention. Yeah, no, this looks good. Well, if you watch it, let me know. We can talk about it. Yeah, well, that'll be my next week. I'll have to refamiliarize myself with it because I watched it a while ago. Oh, you did see it? Yeah, I see it. I have it. Okay. Well, it's on Hulu, so you can't have it. Everyone I do have it. have it. I have it. I we have all it. have it. I don't know about that. Um, I don't know about that. All right, if, you cool. knew, if you knew how to use Hulu. I know. I Hulu. <laughs> I know I you have Hulu. to have Riley turn on your phone for you. <laughs> Bro, she literally can like, when she gets up in the morning, she just goes out of her bedroom he goes either into our room where we're sleeping or into the living room or, or, uh, and just turns on the TV and knows how to get to exactly what she wants to watch. Yeah. Parenting it's, a, uh, parenting a toddler is, is absolutely no, it, like, it's just crazy how easy. I just, <laughs> just crazy how <laughs> like 
like it's cliche at this point, but like how in how well they know the technology. You know, like I couldn't imagine doing this kind of stuff when I was four years old. I like, can't imagine you doing it when you're. I, I could barely do it now at thirty-five. Yeah. So like, like it's just it's bizarre to see like someone that's only been on the earth for four years. Uh, she's only seen one Olympics, and 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 she can just like voice activate her way onto like you know Disney Junior. It's crazy. Well, but think about the proportion of her life where that was a thing right. is a hundred percent versus of yours. It was, a, it was a smaller percent. Right. So if you think about it that way, then maybe you don't need to feel so stupid. I, well, I never felt <laughs> stupid. Oh, sorry. <laughs> those are, those my are, bad. I was a little presumptuous. Those are your me. words, not mine. <laughs> that was my, that's my um, words. That's my, yeah. my bad. Uh, uh, okay, good. So I'm sick of this. <laughs> Let's, yeah. Uh, I don't know why we're waiting for Keith. We can just, we can just pause it and restart it when he starts. I refuse to do that. You know that we go in raw what every we, single time oh, the only thing that pulls out in my house is the couch Ooh, um, does your couch does not pull no out. it doesn't pull out no it can no. but it, you're just gonna have a so bunch there are of zero things that pull out you can pull out the couch but it's just gonna be a bunch of cushions on the floor and a bunch of that actually like, sounds pretty comfortable yeah we got a new dining room set today oh all right so without so further nice. ado i would <laughs> love to welcome keith onto the show keith we are so so pumped to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, Keith is, for those of you who don't know, we talk about you all the time. So if you're a listener right. of the show, you should know about Arguably Keith. Arguably too much, in my opinion. I would I say agree. not enough. No, no, I don't agree. I think we don't talk Ooh. about, I think we got to recognize our, that, our, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We got to recognize our, uh, our fans and you are a great fan and a great supporter of the show. And I really appreciate that. I don't know about Higgins. He's a little flippant, but um, I, I, I appreciate all of our fans. None we more do than to work together, the other. So it's a little yeah. harder to get along. So you guys, you guys do work together. So Keith, you were just saying you had to spend a lot of time with Higgins in the holidays. Yes. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was awful and great at the same time. Yeah, no, I know that feel. Trust me. That's exactly. Uh, yeah. So to, to let you guys in on the, uh, behind the scenes, uh, ooh, stuff like FedEx, open up the kimono so, a little bit Higgins. So, um, Keith and I, during Christmas, we worked in the same loop, which is we worked in towns that were next to each other. So our trucks were next to each other. We loaded our, like everything we did, we, you know, loaded our trucks in the morning next to each other. And like, if he, if he needed help, if, at the end of the day, I would go to help him. That never happened. If I needed help at the end, if I needed help at the end of the day, he helped me, which did happen um, three times, a couple Ooh. times, maybe two, who's counting, maybe right? two. Who's um, so yeah, so Keith, literally, Keith was the only person I talked to for what seven weeks straight. Yeah, at work, pretty much. So, and we talked mostly about mostly about the podcast. So, yep. so Keith, how would you how would you classify Higgins as a coworker? Oh, I don't think we have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a two-parter. Corey comes in every day, does his work, gets along with everyone, enjoys everyone's company. And, so adequate. Um, <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely adequate. Okay. Well, that's approximately how I would judge him as a podcast co-host. So speaking of work, Reed, <laughs> exactly. did you hear about Richie? Yes. Uh, good for him, right? Yeah, right. Wait, I, don't I keep said, us in suspense. What happened to Richard? Oh, you know, no, you wouldn't understand. Okay. No, one of our other, <laughs> one of our work friends got a uh took a management job in the city. Uh, Whoa. Promotion. A promotion. Big bucks. So. The Big city bucks. is in New York? Uh, no, it's in Lemonster. Uh, yeah, no, it's in Boston. <laughs> it's in Boston. That's Leo Minster? Yeah. That's that's Leo Minster Pla to you. Yeah. Plastic capital of the world, by the way. Um, and the home to Johnny Appleseed. So is that the is that like the dream? Like is that no, the goal? No, that, that's not the goal. I mean, it's not the dream or the goal. 
Um, it's a different path. It's yeah, a different just, path. Yeah. I like he wants to be in management. Some people do. I thought I'd do. I, I'm on the borderline. Some days, do, fence, some, yeah. some days I do. Some days I don't. Yeah. Uh, but he he wanted it and he went and took it. So. Yeah. That's what I. The one thing I will say about FedEx is the the room to for growth is 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 and to change and be it, in different it, positions. It's, it's always it's, it's always you can always move up, which is very nice. We you said, to, yeah. And they promote within. To, they don't hire outside. Been? So. Huh? Where do you live, Ben? Now. Uh, I live Oregon. in I live in Washington Oregon. State now. Beautiful, beautiful yeah, so Spokane. We can transfer out there. Corey could be there tomorrow. I could. That would be that would be great, Higgins. You could and stay. At the same time. You could you could share a room with my drum set. And uh, <laughs> there's a free, you better set. not touch it though. Yeah, don't touch. <laughs> you, no, don't touch it. You don't touch a man's drum set. When I was in England last year for Emily's mother, Emily's never mother misses a room. chance. We get it, Higgins. You travel abroad. Okay, <laughs> I saw the FedEx guy. Um, we were walking to the corner, like the corner village store there by her grandmother's house, and I saw the FedEx guy, and I stopped him, and I asked, just like saying hi. And tell him like, oh, by the way, I work in the states. No big deal. Was he like uh, a British Higgins or a British Keith, like as like a Bizarro? Uh, kind of, yeah. He was like, <laughs> he was just like a tall black dude that had a British accent. So like everything, the I, opposite every, of you, everything yeah. I'm not pretty much. Um, and I was just like, I Me was like, too. Do you have I, I might have an inch on Corey. Max. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's still. Pretty and I good. asked him, I was like, what, what, you know, you got any any job openings out here? And he's like, uh, not really. <laughs> I have a job to do. Um, but yeah, I thought we could, I could even go to England. I could go to England if I wanted to. But so, so you're right. in like an international fraternity then like you guys, wherever you go, sure. there's a, there is a infrastructure of FedEx dudes and ladies like delivering packages and doing all that stuff. Yeah. And you could just, you could just slide right in wherever. And that's one company. of our coworkers was in Aruba hanging out, Steve Dart. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out, taking a picture. It, it's something you do. I went to the uh, Florida Keys, and, you, and I saw a Dropbox, and you go, you just point it out. It's just oh, that's the way cool. it goes. That's cool. Even though we both hate our jobs. <laughs> well, everyone hates. Hate no, I mean, everyone hates. First of all, my job now for the next ten weeks is to is to make sure that the 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 city of Salem is safe and people are behind bars. So yeah, so, primary yeah. job is keeping yeah. Salem safe. Secondary job, seeing your daughter, your second daughter into the world. Yes. And then third job is is um, slinging better. Yeah. Slinging some B. Yeah. So. Wow. You know, I, I initially this. hated the word, the phrase slinging box. I, I thought of but that. I've I was like, around to it. okay, I've good. Come around to it. It's, it's, there's a lot of love with that. Um, yeah. You know, because I think it's, it's interesting. It's an, it's an interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting thing to do. And as I told Higgins before, I don't think, I mean, I don't know if you saw, you haven't seen my whole body, but like physically, there's no way, there's no way that I could do that job. So you'd be surprised. I don't know, man. I mean, are, are there any like? Do you guys work with like any really fat people? Yes, one, a uh, couple. Name names. You want to name names? I don't want to say one, just in case of the, the the person. Um, no, we yeah, but it's not the same. They don't do the same job we do, you know. So it's right, like, they do it worse. Yeah, they just do it <laughs> a little, little slower. Um, oh man, yeah. All right, so um, a lot of fat shaming happening in this episode. A lot of a lot of self hate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so cool. So how long have you guys worked together, Keith? Do you remember? I've been here longer. So Corey came in, what, 10 years ago now? Yeah, 10 years we've been together. So wow. I, I got 18. He's got 10. So but 18 we've been years. Fast friends from the get-go. Yeah. Sitting in the break Keith, room. Keith was the first person I ever, I ever talked to at FedEx. So. <laughs> I think it's really nice. Which I didn't you... know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. That, yeah, that's um, 
that's big, big shoes to fill. And you really, mm-hmm. you delivered there, but um, no, that's cool. I think it's really nice. And I'm thrilled to have you here. I know that you're a fan of TV and movies just like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Arguably like he, I've made this joke before, but he like only speaks in, in like movie quotes. Movie and, quotes. And, like, <laughs> and TV like, quotes. I often, I made, I made a joke once that like his, like, He's like a ransom letter left by like a uh, like not like ransom notes are always cut out letters from like ma- different magazines. Like that's how yeah. he speaks. Like he only speaks in like movie quotes and like TV wow, that's, show quotes. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I really do do it. It's not only me though. My friends do it too. I cannot hang out with someone for six months and we'll jump into something, whether it's a movie or a friend's line or anything like that, and without even breaking anything we just get right into it it's something we do it's a universal language and that's one yeah. of the really beautiful things about tv and movies is that it's, it's universal and it brings people together and it gives you common ground with people who you you know might might not know or might not have seen for a long time and i think that's really really nice yeah and we all have the same sense of humor so we all get the same jokes and make the same jokes yeah yeah well that is that is cool so um Good. We are thrilled to have you here. I noticed actually, Keith, that you were drinking a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee, and I would ooh a large, very good. Um, mm-hmm. And I would I would like to say Dunkin' Donuts is something that I miss very very much. There are no Dunkin' Donuts over here, and it was something yeah. that I used to do a lot. Uh, so I'm pretty jealous. What are you? What's, what's, a, up, what's out there? There's um, a lot Roma of Joe's. There's a lot of drive like drive up like coffee stands. So the really okay. big thing here is like coffee stands where like you, there's like windows on both sides and you can drive up to either side and order your coffee and get it. Uh, the really popular one here is called Dutch Bros. Um, but there's, there's a whole, there's a whole shitload of them. They're all over the place. Okay. Um, uh, no, I just, I miss being able to hop into Dunkies and get my normal, my normal order, medium ice turbo. Uh, and I can't, uh, or a disgusting breakfast sandwich that I immediately regret. Or the burritos they used to have, which were the best things that they ever did. The Dunkin' Donuts burritos. Oh my, oh my God. God. You remember the Dunkin' so Donuts burritos? Good. They Do were so not. The problem is, so they discontinued them. The problem is they, they would come pre-frozen and, and the, the locations just were so inconsistent at cooking them. That's They'd true. either be oh, too hot to eat. true for everything. For everything, get. right, exactly. But it comes out, it really came out in the burritos because I would get them and they'd be like still like frozen in the middle. And you really... It's really something you struggle with. Yeah, but, uh, not great. Not great. No, but, uh, we but, could have know. another podcast about Dunkin' Donuts. Oh my we God. Should have on a, on. We should have a podcast about Dunkin' Donuts. We really should. Because there's like, Dunkin' Donuts has discontinued so many of my favorite things. And I just love talking the about Arnold it. Arnold Palmer frozen culotta was like the best Ooh. thing I've ever had in my entire life. And they got rid of it. When I was much younger, they had a salsa bagel, which was like a spicy tomato I remember bagel. that. I remember yeah. Oh my God. So good. So good. But anyways, we can, you know, let's, I digress. Yeah. I just saw, I saw the cup and I was like, I had, it elicited these extreme emotions out of me. I was trying to hide it, but I didn't realize it until after it was already in my mouth. You don't need to hide <laughs> it, dude. Remember, I mean, people aren't going to see us. Only, yeah. only we can see you. So you Thank can be God yourself. For that. You could be yourself. Nobody wants to see me. I got a face for radio. It's true. No, I, I actually, I strongly disagree. I found myself looking much more at you than I'm looking at Higgins. Like as a, you know, as like a comfort thing. So uh, yeah, don't, don't wave at me <laughs> like that. Um, uh, Okay, good. So what oh, Keith, you're yes. we're gonna we're gonna welcome you into the show by asking you that age old on the night I go back question. What have you been watching? Well, thanks for asking. Hey, anytime. <laughs> it's been a lot, to be honest with you. About two years ago, I really started to watch a ton of shows. Uh, I binged Game of Thrones. This is a couple of years ago. 
I binged that in like two months. It was fantastic. I kept putting it off and then I just got into it and I loved it. It was awesome. But since then, obviously anything that you watch, I got into Netflix very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you can binge that stuff in a day. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things came out, what, two summers ago now? Binged it in the weekend that it came out. It's yep. So good. It's crazy. So um, right now I've been watching so much stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's so much on um, right now. I, you guys talked about Fargo. Definitely got into that. That was great this season uh-huh. Yeah, with Chris Rock. I hadn't watched any previous ones. Oh, interesting. Because it just, I'm starting to get into it much more than I ever was. And then Corona hit and now it's, you come home, you know, watch TV, whatever, Netflix. There were no sports on at the time. I'm right. a big sports fan. So I started watching everything that I could. You got to go uh, back and watch the other Fargo seasons. Yeah, the They're first, the first season of the Fargo was probably the best yeah. season yep. of television I've seen in like it's a decade. It's really good. But so. Fargo is on FX, should be on Hulu. So yeah, if it's FX and Hulu, I think or every Hulu has every Hulu FX should show. have the episodes if you have it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have Hulu. I have Netflix from my brother. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually have HBO Max now from my parents. <laughs> um, That's how I have it. It might be, time, might be time to just pay the $5 and get Hulu. Hulu is an excellent – I would highly recommend getting Hulu. Yeah. There's a lot Hulu, of good stuff on If you're going to drop one, I would say drop Netflix and keep Hulu. Because at least Hulu really? Ooh, yeah. that is – I don't know. That, that might be a little too severe for me. I well, wanted to bring that up. How did Netflix go from just a sending movies around – to now being such a producer of awesome content. It was probably one dude. It was probably one guy that like went to Blockbuster and had a really shitty experience and was just like, oh man, you know what? We should start delivering movies. And then, hey, we should start streaming these movies. Like, and then all of a sudden it becomes this huge, like only show in town streaming network. And mm-hmm. that's how people start ingesting movies. So that's how people wanted to start making movies and TV shows. You know what's crazy is you can still, there's still the DVD service. They still offer that. Like, you can really? still get, you can, you can still, still get, get delivered you can still DVDs get from Netflix. Netflix DVDs. Yes. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Do like, you do that? That's pretty much down your alley. I, as a, I don't. As a luddite, <laughs> I, I is that don't. still part of the plans that you can buy? Yeah, you like, can probably you, buy them, but it's probably pack, not built one of the in. packages that you when you sign up for Netflix, you can still get. It's like a, there's like a 19.99 package or like whatever, where you can still get DVDs sent to your house. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy crap! I got a Redbox, and that's you know Redbox is cool too. It yeah, Redbox is cool. Redbox is cool, but it, it's like it. You know, that's how. Uh, that's how movies are, are made and released now. And now all the best stuff is coming out on the streaming networks. Like, yeah. you know, all of them. It's, it's, it's yeah. really good. You know, 10, 20 years ago, they talked about this. I was in the electronics business. Uh, and they said, you know, 10 or 20, you know, coming down the line is you're not even going to – I was working on VCRs. You're not even going to be able to rent VCR tapes <laughs> and VHS. And then the uh, – not oh laser discs, discs right right yeah and that was the new big thing and then that went to the wayside yeah that was but like now, that was a minute like laser discs were around for like a year or two right and then dvds came yeah out. they i think the it's the idea of the dvd before the dvd right right yeah. right yeah. yeah so in a much smaller package um but those laser discs were just so big <laughs> yeah they Stupid. were yeah, pretty soon i mean the next you know now it's streaming and 
And, and, you know, now next it's going to be like just getting the memory of seeing a movie implanted into your head without actually well, having no, to I mean, like, do it. As much of a joke as that is, like, that's 100% going to happen. Yeah, it's, like, it's going like, to be good. You're going to get, like, a tablet that you swallow, and, like, all of a sudden, and you'll have movies, like, this in is, your brain. This is Avatar 4. Yeah. On tablets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So, so, so Fargo, yeah. what else? Fargo, you yeah, yeah. I watched The Flight Attendant. Ooh, what is that? Kaylee, Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco, right? Oh. I, heard that was, I heard that was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, it's funny, actually. Actually, after I watched it, and I saw like a review from someone, and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty accurate." Did you guys watch it? No, no. Ben is Ben just heard of it now. I did. <laughs> he just he had no idea. I knew she was oh. in a new show, but I didn't know what it was yeah. called or what it was about. It's a limited series. I think it had eight episodes, seven or eight. On HBO Max. HBO Max. It was pretty good. It was uh, enjoyable, a little different. Um, yeah, it uh, looks good. It looks I, like a, I like don't a dark comedy. Spoil it, yeah. is what I would say. It's, it's a suspense and murder mystery kind of one. So I watched that um, about a it month ago. Uh, I watched The Murders at White House on – Ooh, that's I good. Know, I, I think I, I talked about that at some point. Yeah, it was did. really good. Um, I watched Wonder Woman the other day, '84. Oh, I heard that was awful. It wasn't that great. I didn't think it was. It was. It was two and a half hours long, and you could have made it an hour and a half. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, Higgins, I'm surprised you haven't caught up on that yet. On Wonder Woman? Yeah. Uh, that was something that I was in the throes of watching and then i and, and i think i watched i turned it on for like legitimately seven minutes when i fell asleep and then i never went back and watched it again so that's fair it's, it's something i tried to watch but i forgot I and like riley's not into wonder woman um not yet she's into um we were watching um uh bat the original batman with michael keaton because i know into she's that. not into she's not into black panther there's no way <laughs> okay well first of all that's uh, <laughs> How, I decide, how yeah, I decide to exactly. raise my like, child is none of your concern. Okay? That's actually not true. I uh, feel obligated to give you advice on something I know very nothing about. But uh, uh, okay, so you haven't watched you haven't watched Wonder Woman, Keith. What did you think of Wonder Woman? You were kind of on the fence. Yeah, I thought it was uh, just okay. Yeah, I think okay. so too. I think that's right. Yeah, that's all I could say about that one. Um, Are you watching anything that's like actively like like a TV show that's like having new episodes right now, or are you just basically going back and like binging stuff on Netflix and watching movies? I'm binging for the most part because most of the stuff that has come out has multiple seasons. Mm -hmm. Oh, American Horror Story. Yeah, I was gonna say you you talked about that. I love that show. They were what Asylum was awesome. Asylum was Murder the best House one. was awesome. I started watching. Oh, I watched Hotel. That was yep. great. Yep. Uh, Freak Show was just all right. Yeah. And I think whatever the last one is, not. I think the last one. I can't remember the name of it. How did you decide which? Because it sounds like you've kind of hopped around a bit. How did you decide did. which ones to watch? I think I initially just w- hit the button wrong. <laughs> it just went to a different season yeah hey that'll happen well yeah and it seemed it worked out great around. for you because those then three I started to preview yeah, the, like yeah. look at it and go well this doesn't look that good and then the one with lady gaga that was an easy one lady yeah. gaga lady gaga lady yeah gaga. she's actually ex- hotel is really good and she's excellent in it yeah and uh that's how i got through that mm. um i know i told Corey about this one i had watched it 
over the summer, the in-betweeners. Yeah, I watched that show. That show's pretty good. Hilarious. Really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I really turned me on that. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I think that's a really funny and, show. And I saw that they had a movie, but I don't it's on something else. Amazon Prime, maybe, which I don't have. The movie was only the movie was only okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I figured, but wait, hold on, hold on. So Higgins isn't supposed to, you guys are you guys anti Amazon? Yeah, they take money from us. No, uh, we could, we, we're, oh. we're plenty busy that, without course, Amazon. That. Imagine if we still had Amazon, we would like we we never we would be working eighty hour days. Yeah, that's that impossible. But they'd still make it. That we still have to do it. Eighty hours a day. Yeah, that would definitely Amazon. be true. Like wow. we're so busy without Amazon. I don't because I don't because Higgins insisted on doing like. A am basically an Amazon ad at the end of every episode that I end up cutting out. So <laughs> I'm a little surprised to hear that you're not supposed to like Amazon, but uh, it's funny. I, I've made it a joke in my family for gifts and everyone gives Amazon gift cards and I get mad at them. Jokingly. <laughs> kind someone of jokingly. really, someone really came up to me and was like, uh, really, you don't like them. I was like, <laughs> no, it's fine. I give them to my kid and she uses them. Yeah, it's like impossible not to use Amazon. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, uh, like you have to actively like shop on like in stores to. Not it's use like Amazon. getting the the disc only Netflix Netflix brand. <laughs> I don't yeah. really buy anything anyways. It's uh, true. He's a very it's simple man. donuts. I don't care about it. Mm, yeah. You're just rubbing <laughs> that in my face at this point, Keith. Sorry, sorry. I'll send you some. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Make sure you send it over FedEx though. <laughs> uh, no, don't get lost. <laughs> not lying. Ooh. Mm. All right. Um, okay. So it sounds so. Uh, so you said that like like two years ago you had kind of this like TV renaissance in your life. Mm-hmm. So what what happened that made you like get back into watching a, like get into watching a lot of TV? Was it just like a change in lifestyle, or did you get? Yeah. Into- so I uh, I was living at home for money reasons. Yeah. I yep. have a child to pay for. She's not cheap. <laughs> so when I moved to my apartment, you know, it was one of those things where you go, I have to stop spending money, going out, all that. So obviously you're staying home more. Right. So that's what made me start watching that. I heard everything great. Actually, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. So I did all those the last couple of years. And it's really obviously gets you in the mode of like coming home. What do I want to watch? Yeah. Right. Right. And during this year, there was no sports at the time. And until they did come back in the summer, but it just has gotten me into the mode of coming home and what's on Netflix. Right. Yeah. Which a lot of people do, I'm sure. Oh, totally. You know, especially now where people are out of jobs for months and months, that's gotten me into that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, that makes a ton of sense. And you're right. It is like, what are we, you know, what are we watching right now? What are we watching when we get home? What, oh, it's a lazy Saturday. What are we going to watch? Like it is like kind of a, it occupies our uh, lives in a good way. And actually, as a kid growing up in the 80s, there was nothing like that. Um, when I came home, it was whatever's on TV is whatever you're getting. That's right, right. yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's and very much the Higgins upbringing as well. It's funny. Uh, I remember someone. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just know whenever I would pop by your place, Higgins, you would all, there would always be something on TV that was like some sort of movie or TV show or something. It was just like whatever was on. That's just called the TV. Quiet down, quiet down cable boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's cable guy to you. Oh, sorry. Uh, but, yeah. Person. Yeah, but, you know um, Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm definitely not. He's uh, <laughs> he's much better looking. But 
Okay, so that's really interesting. So let's let's segue this. I think that's that's really excellent because you had mentioned to Higgins, who you call Corey, which is very weird to me. Um, you had mentioned to you'd mentioned to Higgins that you were a big kind of eighties movie guy because that's you know kind of your when you were growing up. That's kind of what yeah. was on. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience with movies as you were growing up and some that might have been really influential to you? What was yeah, the first so- movie you saw in the theater? Ooh, great question. Ooh, that's a good one. I yeah. never thought of that. These are the things I was asking you about, Corey. Oh, yeah, there's no way. You should have emailed me. There's no way you're going to get any sort of plot direction oh, from now Higgins. I know. I should have yeah. known. Yeah. The actual podcast. Me no, no. Yeah, you would. Higgins, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't like this one. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the question? Which one? What? What's what the first movie you remember seeing in theaters? Yeah. Oh, in the theaters. Jeez. Or like one of the earliest movies you remember seeing in theaters. All right. Uh, the biggest one I could say that I can remember having a major impact was Jaws. Mm. Which was what? 70? 78. Yeah. Right. And you saw that in theaters? No, I don't think so. I do okay. remember actually seeing it at my grandparents' house with my aunt. And shout out, aunt. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> aunt. Anne. Is, that, uh, is that your... Is that, uh, Garrett's mom? No. Oh. No, this is my mother's sister. Okay. Um, Keep up, Higgins. Sorry. <laughs> actually, quick side note. So this is at my grandpa's house, which is across the street from the Hocus Pocus house. Oh, on Leach Street? In- or, uh, no. Not Leach Street. Um, Ocean Street? Ocean, Ocean Ave? Ave. Yeah. So are you, are right. you born and raised, Keith? North Shore? Uh, initially, yeah. I was okay. born in uh, Salem. Grew up in Salem until it was about seven or eight. And then we moved to Rowley. Whoa. Rowley. That's the nice part of the North Shore. That's where all the fucking yuppies go, guy. That's like, yeah. Is that like Marblehead? Like really nice and highfalutin, as Brett would say? Without without the attitude. Right. Okay. Okay. He means from you, Ben. So chill out. (laughs) You're not going to hear. You know me. No attitude. Yeah. Um, So that was definitely the first one that I can remember. Obviously, scared as hell never went in the water oh, and yeah. at my grandparents house is that water right right there on the, feet down yeah. the street and especially so, that movie takes place on the cape right so it's yeah well it takes place in martha's vineyard right okay so yeah. it's like you know it's in your state like that's even like closer to home i also wouldn't swim in that water home. whether there was sharks in there or not that water is just, there's like a there's a there's a power plant across the uh, across the, yeah. the way well, you never yeah. learned how to swim, though. I mean, because you were too busy sitting at home watching whatever was on TV. <laughs> yeah, as, I was like, I don't need no swimming. Twelve-year-old, you don't think of that. You just think in water. There's got to yeah. be a shark in there. Yeah, that's right. The yep. Funny thing is, there's probably now there probably are sharks in that water. There's yeah, it's, it's filthy it's sharks shark. all up and down that. that yeah, way. yeah. Because they all so, they all had to move from the city. Uh, okay, go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely the first thing that I probably a lot of people a during that time and b being from mass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is definitely something that was ingrained in your brain going to the beach and all that right but other than that nothing that like specific that you can remember seeing in the theaters yeah because I think back then it was that's all you did you went to the movies yeah you went to the mall which the movies was at the mall so right. was this still was the movie theater still in uh downtown salem when you were growing up or is that when did they add that movie theater 
I believe it was there the whole time, but that's not where I remember going to any movies. Really, Did you go to the Liberty Tree Mall? Yeah, to the Liberty Tree Mall. Yeah, and uh, you've just been so many times, I couldn't even remember. Right. Yeah, I think the first movie I saw in the theaters was All Dogs Go to Heaven, hmm. which I think was like 1989 or 1990 or something like that. That's the first one I can remember seeing in the theaters. I was probably I can't five remember or six. Anything from that era? Really? No, dude. The first. The, it's all those drugs, man. It's the drugs, <laughs> definitely, and also filling my brain with knowledge. You know. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I got him. <laughs> um, the first movie I remember seeing in theaters was like fucking Titanic or something. Like it was really late. Jesus. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing like anything. All right. First time <laughs> you got laid, go. <laughs> right after the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, what I would say about like movie watching for me in the 80s, and at first we didn't have cable till oh, I know that game. 80s. Another poor. Bringing the Ben, ben back into the uh, right. fold. Right. So it was more towards the mid 80s. And having HBO then, now you're watching movies that have been out for a few years. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays it's ridiculous. You can watch it the same day in your stupid phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you don't know the pain of waiting two years for it to come to HBO. Yeah, that's true. So the movies that I started remembering is more like that were the early 80s to mid 80s, not coming out for a couple of years or not being able to see it. Right. Um, and having to wait to see it like whenever it was on like hit HBO right. or maybe it was on broadcast TV or whatever mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah interesting so, what, what were your what was your what was your go-to movie in the 80s like what was your like right now as you know as a man in the in the two, in 2020s what's your go-to 80s movie that's a good question too um Certainly, Raiders of the Lost Ark, obviously. Mm, yep. Mm. Um, not a big Raiders a guy, but okay. Uh, I do have a big list, obviously. You're not a big you're Raiders guy. You're not I'm a big more of a I'm more of a Temple of a Do- Temple of Doom, even Last Crusade over Raiders. I think we've had this discussion before. Have I think we? Ra- I think Raiders is the weaker of the Indiana Jones trilogy. Right, I don't want to. I'm not want to touch this right now. Let's move past this. Let's move past this. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay. I think you hit a nerve. All right, I'm still gonna send it. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, so I like all the John Hughes movies. Yeah, right. You know, the Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles was on this weekend. That movie still holds up. Weird it's Science still... was on this weekend too. I watched that. What is it? Weird Science. That was Weird on the Science. Is... If I was to guess, that actually that would be the best one. That movie is. That's great. your. That's your. Your your opinion. The best John Hughes movie or your favorite? No, John no, no. Just oh. like the one that I love to watch the most. Yeah, that I'm one's really good. I'm I'm less technical than you guys. I would say, I watch to watch and have it be funny or right uh, be good, and I can see where you guys get your technical eye. I don't have that. I just mm-hmm. I don't have that either. It's true. He doesn't. I, you do because you yeah. talk about the office the way so technical on character development and all that. Do I, though, he's, taking he's, he's taking cues. He's he's taking cues. 
Do I or just go back? <laughs> I, all right, I wasn't. I actually wasn't. I wasn't in any of those episodes. I just been talking. <laughs> was Ben then. I'm less yeah. technical. I just enjoy it. If the show's good. No, yeah, I can. I that as it's been a running theme here that I'm I'm all about nostalgia, and I think that's part of the reason is like I like just going back and watching a movie from the '80s or even the early '90s that I grew up on, simply just to watch it and feel like comfort or feel. Um, yeah. like, or to, to have a laugh like there's still movies that i that i uh, that i've watched a thousand times that get me to laugh at the same jokes you know and i think that's yeah. when i when i'm taking my critical eye out of it those yeah. movies are the movies i tend to go back and watch the most well that's probably why you guys became such fast friends in the first place even, at least like subconsciously like you said keith like you connect with people your friends through movie quotes and and that kind of thing and i'm sure you know you and higgins have a have a little bit of that. So it was like immediately an area that you guys could, could connect. And I think there's, I think that's, uh, that's beautiful because Higgins does like all that, all those eighties movies and stuff like that. It's like right in his, uh, it's right in his sweet spot. It's, it's, it's funny. If you sat next to us, we would be talking in code with these movies. And it's funny. I pushed Corey and Corey will push me onto a different show, a different movie you know, make a quote here and there. And as someone else would literally be like shaking their head at us. <laughs> like these guys, people, oh my God. People gosh. literally do that when we're And we're work. cracking up because we yeah. know what it's from. And, and they're they just like, like just like, oh my God, I can't yeah. deal with these guys. Um, so I have uh, actually all your categories that you've had. First of all, I'm going to say, Ben, this is my podcast now. My podcast. Oh my I'm God. The, well, I respond to strong leadership. So yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm into that. Let's let's uh. Well, I'm a little bored right now. That like, I got so, a half chub. Uh, is that is that the kind of banter that you're talking about where people are like, <laughs> you, you got to wind yeah. that back? <laughs> yes. It's not appropriate for work. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. not all. Oh, little locker room talk, I guess. This is right? How we get through our work day. That's fair. Yeah, we all. Uh, yeah. So I everything that you've ever talked about sports movies. I got some. I don't think you brought them up. I got um, weird ones from the 80s. <laughs> before you even stop, before you go in for that, I want to hear weird ones from the 80s. Yeah, me too. Howard the Duck. Oh, I love oh yes, Duck. yes. How crazy was it that, we're, that there was a sex scene involving a <laughs> duck and a lady? And we're just supposed to, like, they just let it, George Lucas just put it out there and expected the world to just, just, just be okay with it. He probably thought no one was going to watch that movie. I mean, that was a big budget movie. That was his first movie after Raiders. That was the movie that, like, there was supposed to be a, like a, a franchise of Howard the Duck. So that was intended to wasn't be. Wasn't there a, a cartoon? There might have been. Or but that movie TV bombed show? so bad that, it, like, they literally scrapped, like, a, a, like a trilogy worth of movies that they had planned. <laughs> so. That was, like, a cult classic at my house. Yeah. I love Howard the Duck is, is due for a renaissance because – Howard the Duck is a Marvel comic book character. And Howard the Duck was featured in a post-credit scene in either oh, the first right. or second um, Guardians. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, now movie. I remember yep. that, yeah. And I think in, phase, in Marvel Phase 4, they're going to get more Howard the Duck because he does have this kind of like almost cult following from that weird, weird 80s movie. With Leah, Leah Thompson, who was so hot in that movie. Yeah, she was. And then she banged a duck. <laughs> How much of that? Because I haven't seen it. How much of that do they show? Is it like graphic? No, no, it's not graphic. No, but it's, no. it's it's actually not even implied that. I mean, it's 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 implied that they have sex. It's not like so they they 
there's like a that classic silhouette shot where like you see the two of them behind like a curtain or something like that and yeah, she right. kisses him she kisses him and then like they like lay back on the bed and then the it fades to black and then it's like the next day who so thought that like, was a good idea george lucas <laughs> same, <laughs> the same person who brought us the same person who's brought you so much joy ben in your life was the same it's the same guy who said i'm gonna have this woman have sex with a duck and they're gonna they're gonna take it lucas probably wanted to show full penetration and the studio had if i know george yeah you think think while they were having sex his his legs were like under the the duck's legs were just going like this underneath the bed yeah probably it looks very lifelike yeah Yeah. so so he was so howard the duck was a muppet then right no, he was in, like it was a person in a in a suit. Like he's oh. a full, a full, like there's no animatronic. Like I don't think it's any animatronics. I think it's like an actual person in a suit. Um, yeah, it does not um, translate to now. So yeah, I actually <laughs> of all the things that 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 don't translate well to this to the to now, I'd say the the, the graphics and the effects were pretty good. Well, think, because like, Lucas is is old school. He he's uh, very much into. Um, what are they called? Natural effects or um, practical effects. Practical. He's all about practical effects. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that, if you do it well, that makes things ben, believable I think, and realistic. I think we should have, an, we, we haven't done a watch along in a while. I think we should watch along to Howard the Duck. and Watch and, along Howard the Duck? All right, yeah. let's, think, let's, uh, let's talk about it. We're going to get kicked Howard, off of Apple Podcasts if we play Howard, any audio from Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, what a good, that's a good, uh, it's a good one. That's a great one, yeah. What so you, you, give me another one. Yeah. Well, I guess that was really the big one. <laughs> well, that was a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. What about you? You mentioned sports movie. Give us a give us a sports movie. Uh, well, the natural was. I didn't like the natural. Uh-oh. You didn't like it. Don't that get was... started on the natural. Hated it. Next. <laughs> really? That oh, was man. a um, a cult in my house. Being big sports fans. You got a lot of cults in your house. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, Young Blood is a big one. I'm a That's big the hockey movie, right? Hockey. With I'm a big hockey fan. Keanu I grew and up Rob wanting Lowe, to play right? hockey. You a big Bruins fan? Yeah. Yeah. And you fucking idiot. Of course he is. Jesus, sorry, against Jesus. Christ. That was rough. Yeah, this is what I deal with, Keith. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I empathize with you. Yeah, I'm sorry okay, if you yeah. need to deal with that anger. Yeah, Ben's the one that Ben's the one that gets abused on this on this on this show. Oh, boo hoo! <laughs> ben abuses me. I feel victimized. This is what happens with me and him. Ben. <laughs> it's the same at work. You are you are our exact demographic. Like you are, we have a demographic of one, and it is you because you can relate to the banter and the and the what we talk about and everything. I love it. Yeah, love it. We love to hate each other. That's Don't right. record. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. it's pretty accurate yeah, it's pretty accurate um so <laughs> so natural sucks he can just like you hate me <laughs> young young bloods young bloods is good i like young that's with rob Lowe, right yeah so i'm trying to think of like you guys have mostly guys your age or the audience mostly close to your age i don't know how you're going to find any of these movies oh, we'll like young them. blood which is i think young blood's on amazon I remember seeing. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah. you can't watch that, Higgins. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. What are you, a turncoat? <laughs> Bastard. Yeah, come on. But a, uh, a lot of movies that aren't readily available, at least I think, but I don't do the research on it. Um, did you ever see Spies Like Us? With Dan Aykroyd and Terry yeah. Chase? Yeah. Yes, I did. Fantastic yes. movie. Yep. Uh, Fletch? Uh, Fletch. Yep. Another, another yes, Chevy of Chase course. Movie. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Yep. That's Robin a great Williams. movie. Yep, yep. yep, another good great one. Movie. Did you ever see Soul Man? 
Soul Man with, with Bernie Mac and uh, no, no Soul Man. So this is. Oh wait, 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 wait. Yes. Is this this is like Howie Mandel goes blackface, right? I don't know the Howie Mandel reference, but it is a blackface on C. Thomas Howell. That's oh, what it is. Jesus. I knew. Okay, I thought it was. I thought it was Howie Mandel, but you're right. That it's a movie, it's a gift me outsiders, would not get made today. Yeah, it's a white dude going thousand percent. Yeah, that is, premise, it's unfortunate. Thomas is like he's in witness protection or something like that, and he has no. To, he's uh, trying to get into Harvard. Oh, yeah, oh so that movie is so. That movie would not get made a million times so over today. He he gets there, can't get the money. <laughs> falls in love with a girl and he's like but if i'm black i can oh, get in Jesus. So holy shit it, you know this came out in the 80s yeah i know back in the day it as a comedy it's totally and of course he gets bagged on it eventually oh, but man. it's not a great movie i wouldn't recommend it per uh, i kind of want to i kind of want to go and watch it now i'm sure it's somewhere yeah me too um, and I actually wrote that Soul Man, C. Thomas Howell, so racist, <laughs> so racist, dude. I appreciate uh, that you uh, prepared for this too. Higgins oh, has not here's, put here's pen to paper. Notes. Oh, I Two love it. I love it. Higgins has not put pen to paper on this podcast once. Um, That's not true. I'm not even sure he can read or write. Well, that might be true. <laughs> I just look at. I just memorize words. <laughs> um, did you ever see a movie Dream a Little Dream? Uh, with Corey and the Haint with the with the Corys. Yeah, yeah, of course I did. That was that was good and dark and. Yep. Uh, I thought that was good. It's like, like I said, I'm not going to bring up the obvious movies. It's the more outside of the norm movies. Well, yeah. the the Corys where that's where my namesake comes from. Really. Was the was the was the I forget which one it was Feldman or Haint, but my mom named me after that. Is one. that true? Oh, that blows. You said it on the internet. It's got to be true. Yeah. That blows, dude. Why? <laughs> it's not a bad... I like the name. I'm okay with my name. It's better than fucking... Don't, don't say it's better than Benjamin. Benjamin is Benjamin's we, incredible dude, you, name. You want to hear something that... Um, you, and I was... You considered Ben if you were going to have a son. Yes. Benjamin. I don't blame you because... I know how influential I've been on you and like kind of getting And mostly it's been because it was because, you know, I like the name, but obviously you played a part in that. But The <laughs> Bachelor was also named Ben Higgins last season. So really? you just love that. You just love that. And we name. love the show. We love the show. The Bachelor. I don't think you I could know. name my kid after someone I know. Yeah. Even, even if it's not named, I know it would have been named after me, but like someone who it's just like, it's got to be distinct. So you know what um, the problem is? So many people believe, uh, feel the same way <laughs> as you, and they name their kids random ass fucking names. Like I want to bring back the common names like Ben and 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 like not Keith. Sarah. I like Keith. Keith's a good name. Emily and you know Brian and like I want to bring those names back. I'm tired of these like Cadens and and Rileys. Yeah, and Riley. No, well, totally. I think Riley's more common. Totally. Um, I think Riley's more of a common name. We just spelt it like assholes because Emily wanted to be unique. Um, Which is exactly what you're describing that you don't yes. like right now. So yeah, I, I can, I hey, for for Have a little uh, 10 bucks via Venmo, I can edit that part out, Higgins. <laughs> Have you heard of the Family Guy episode, Ben, about Keith? About the name Keith? It's like a bit? Yes. No, I have, no, yes. I don't think I've seen it. The least sexiest name in the English language. It's like, Keith. it's it's okay. It's 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 one syllable... With a hard K. I mean, there's power there, right? K Keith. 
<laughs> and I joke around about saying someone's full name. Like I, if I was mad at you, I'd be like, Benjamin. Right. There's no, that is your, there's no, that full is nothing for me. It's You're not like, like Kiefer. Keith is short for Kiefer. <laughs> I, I do say that. I do call myself Kiefer in a while. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, hey, listen, I, Higgins, if you have a son, Benjamin is a great strong I like the name, name Benjamin. I yeah. used to say presidential, but I don't say that anymore. Mm. Well, if it's presidential, I mean, we're going Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Higgins, dude. <laughs> How many Donalds are they going to be by next year? Well, probably. There's enough MAGA idiots out there that'll probably name their kids Donald. Right. Or like... Uh, Donald and Megan. Megan. Speaking it's, of it's the Celtic spelling. Yeah. What? So I had one money one. You guys had a money show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We did? Oh, we did and one of our first episodes. You didn't mention yeah. it, and I was so mad at you. Uh oh. Okay, let's hear it. Lay it on us. I don't know if I even told Corey. <laughs> I can't Bruce even. Millions. No, no one's seen that. I have not seen that no, movie. That's the one with, is that the one with Richard Pryor? Yes. Yeah. It's a great movie. It is. It's all right. It's a. It's a great movie. It's all okay. Right. Right. After losing his position as a minor league pitcher, Montgomery Brewster, played by Richard Pryor, learns his great uncle has left him $300 million. To inherit it, Brewster must spend $30 million in 30 days under a complicated set of rules that forbid him from donating too much or retaining any new assets. And so, thank you. There's okay. actually a spin on it. And obviously, when he gets down to it, goes for office in the town what was it york you can do you can spoil it like where no one i mean it's yeah. 1981 i don't think anyone's gonna be upset yeah so he makes a campaign vote for none of the above which comes up every political four years and like my, my friends and us other people and people will put it on facebook or wherever you know vote for none of the above mm-hmm. and that's so, brewster's million wow yeah and it's a oh it's a okay because it's a money movie because he 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 gets all the money and he has to spend he it. spends all the money tries to spend the thirty million and that was like the last day was the election day and he's like stop giving me money vote for none of the above and all that so wait so yeah. how what are the conditions because I want to see if we could do it so what what because it says it's under a bunch of a weird a complicated set of rules that you he has couldn't to spend. give away all of the money you can't you can't like although he bought a you couldn't destroy art or anything intrinsic. Okay. And so, but then he buys a postage stamp for like $10,000 or whatever right. the price was, and then mails it, making it worthless, which doesn't kind of come under that category. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay, so he spent okay. $10,000 in like one second. Huh. Okay. So he buys, he buys this minor league baseball team that he plays for. And plays against the New York Yankees because he always wanted to do it. Oh, okay. Okay. So he spent whatever, $10 million. And then he flies them out on helicopters out to um, uh, one of the islands off of New York city. I don't know if it was Ellis Island or what, and then has a game with them and spends all this money just to spend the 30 million. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. I can, I can honestly say we, there's no way we could spend $30 million in 30 days. There's no way. We could definitely spend thirty million. We could buy. What if you? What if you bought like a dying stock that was about to fail? Because isn't yeah, the whole he, idea that you have to you have to buy something that isn't going to have any value? You have yeah, to like spend he bought, it. He bought um, an iceberg <laughs> in like the Antarctic, 
and of course it's useless and yeah right right yeah and, yeah, you could uh, like buy like buy star names or something like yeah something that like yeah. I, I think we could figure that out. Uh, so uh, so what else? Uh, what else you got? What other what other themes do you want to chime in on? So my daughter's sixteen now. She has gone into out, some of the eighties movies. Shout out Emma. Um, so she got into movies like that. You've that you've been like, hey, you have to watch this. Actually, she got into. Jurassic Park, which nice. is not 80s, but uh, the Goonies, obviously. Yep. Uh, Back to the Future, we just watched it two weeks ago for some reason. And I'm sure she loved it. She loved it. She did love the uh, Back to the Future. Has she ever seen Phantom Park. Menace? Probably hated it, right? <laughs> hated it. <no. laughs> um, I watched one, actually, so about a, two years ago, she read a book in school and wanted to watch the movie, The Outsiders. Oh, good one. Mm, I see that in school too. Right. So then the newest one that we watched. Outsiders movie starring C. Thomas Howell, who went on to do blackface. Yes. It all (laughs) comes together. So the movie that I made her watch a couple weeks ago, Gremlins. Oh, man. What a movie, huh? I love that movie. I love it. She liked it a lot. The, the Grimms um, really capitalized on the lack of PG-13 back in the day. <laughs> like, that movie would have probably been definitely PG-13, but it borderlined rated R if it came out now, just because some of the scenes with the Gremlins are like downright terrifying. The fact I that it was, it was PG was yep. it's it's it just shows how little how little caring parents had for their children back in the eighties. The uh, blender scene was. Oh my god! Uh, the blender scene was terrifying. Favorite. Yeah. Not her favorite. The microwave is still not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gizmo, but, though. I mean, adorable. yeah. She she liked it, and I was like, "Well, these all these other movies from twenty years ago, thirty years ago." So I'm trying to work those in to see them now that they're on with these Netflix and mm-hmm. on demand or HBO Max or whatever. And she's more open to watching them. She keeps Good. saying she wants to watch Halloween, but she's a big scaredy cat, and I know she won't do it. Which one? The original? Like the John yeah. Carpenter original? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not – so if she's used to scary movies from, like, this this era, that won't really scare her as much, I don't think. Because there's it's not as gory as movies nowadays. I mean, it's a little jump scary, um, but if, she's, if she can watch movies made in the last 15 years, then she can probably get through John Carpenter's. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the things I wanted to bring up as a 80s kid mm-hmm. it seemed like all the movies that were in the 80s they're to get a little technical is slow not as vicious as they are now definitely you know that changed in the 90s you know pulp fiction was vicious you know kill bills okay just say quentin tarantino geez don't single the guy I, out well he's pretty vicious okay <laughs> um but all of them were uh, in the 90s. But in the 80s, it was a lot more popcorn-y. Right. It took 10 minutes for them to get to the plot of the movie. Now it's like a minute into it, you know what's going on. Yeah. It seems to be like... Well, that's attention spans, like, too. People don't have attention spans now. You need yeah, to, exactly. to get things... Yeah, like definitely. If you someone walk down a hall for two minutes, like you just wasted two minutes of airtime. Yeah. To me. So... 
that seems to be the di biggest difference from the 80s. In all the 80s movies, they, you felt good after watching a movie. And mm -hmm. in the 90s, you didn't so much. <laughs> yeah, and now, yeah, now you definitely don't feel good after no, watching a this movie. There's few movies nowadays that I walk away feeling okay about. Because every yeah. movie now... It's all depressing and, and, and shit. And justifiably so, because I feel like we're in the middle of like a very big cultural movement and political climate that like you know things need to be brought to light so, but i feel like every movie now has you walking away either feeling horribly depressed uh has you making you feel bad about yourself for doing something like you said ben like watching that movie um that you watched with carrie mulligan mm -hmm. um you walk you probably walk away thinking like have i ever been like that to oh absolutely yeah and which is like a useful thing to think but it's not, right. it's not like a popcorny campy fun night right whereas you know. like like keith was saying in the 80s like, right it would the, every, the, 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 every movie was meant to be seen at a drive-in or seen in a movie theater in a date purpose date night yeah exactly you know, like yeah. that's what that was there for now and that's what you crave higgins and you miss that and that's why you fall back into back. your comfort of us of nostalgia it's true i miss i, I, about, I, I miss uh, going to the movies yeah me too i think about like the end of um oh shit i'm drawing a blank um oh my god star wars children, children of the corn no, no. Children um, of Men. Is it a jackal? It's a jackal. Oh, that, is that a, that's a that's a Family Guy joke, right? Yeah. Nice. And we've done that many times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the one with the school at the on a Saturday with Saturday oh, school. No, uh, your Breakfast Club. Ski breakfast school. Club. Breakfast Club. Detention school. school. Movie. You, you ever saw ski, you... ski school? Ski school. That's a real thing. That ski school is actually pretty. Yeah. Decent. Yeah, it's an 80s movie. Please finish your thought, Keith. Uh, so at the end of that movie, you feel good about all of them yeah. getting together and being friends. Not that it literally would happen. Revenge of the Nerds, same thing. The guy, the nerd gets together. <laughs> that, was, that was his <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <in the movie. laughs> yeah. Oh, is that from Revenge? Oh, hey, I yeah. thought you were laughing. No, I was having an asthma attack. <laughs> yeah, but you now okay? you watch a movie and you're like, I feel worse than I did going into it. Yeah. Yes, that that's, was, the, that's the biggest the point thing I wanted to bring up with regards to the 80s and the now. I mean, that being said, I still love like Pulp Fiction and um, any of the movies that are out now. They're just right. cinematically so much better than they were. Oh, sure. So, and but it's, yeah, but it's not going to be your breath of fresh air, your upper, you know, at the end of a fun evening with your they, best yeah, gal. Like, right. like, there are a few, few movies. Jesus, he's not from the 60s. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, not just saying in general, the way the years have changed. You're not going to leave the sock pop and drive it with your best gal. <laughs> got my best gal on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, go, leaving for Nam tomorrow. <laughs> go to school, taking notes with your number two. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it, Potsy. All right, um, Higgins. That's enough. Okay, I guess I shouldn't have gone there. Um, well, yeah, I think um, movies now. There's been there's very few movies where you walk away feeling feeling happy, and it's it's good. It needs it's it's a, some of them are need are needed. You know, it's feelings that were that people need to have. Um, but also, I do miss this. Like, release a movie that's dumb and stupid and like meant to be dumb and stupid and just like let you feel like for 90 minutes let you forget that like we live in an awful fucking world that's <laughs> so like right. i miss those i miss that and i feel like the 80s was all about that so yeah i think about like the great outdoors oh love it block. oh love it fantastic movies john but candy the, man you felt good after you watched it yep. you didn't feel like hell <laughs> i just feel like hell yeah <laughs> no i totally um, get that 
I, I saw a movie, not to totally change subjects, um, <laughs> this weekend. Um, it was on Netflix. The Dawn Wall. The Dawn Wall. No, I haven't heard of it. It's a, it's a climbing movie. It sounds cool. Um, it's really good. Some, It's not as boring as it sounds, but it kind of is. Okay. Well. But that's been, people have been, that's been like a recent trend. There was a really big climbing movie that uh, people. 127 hours, that one? No, 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 not that one. Free Solo? Yeah, Free Solo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so this has been like a pretty popular thing recently. And I oh, yeah. saw that one about the guy who went across the World Trade Center on the wire. I forget the name of it. Man on a Wire. Was it? <laughs> I think was it was. The actor? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, who I, yeah. I'm a fan of him. Yeah. Um, it is not Man on a Wire then. Man on a Wire is a documentary. Yeah, this was just a movie. But I think the it, movie is about the It's about the same thing. Yeah, it's about yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty good. Cool. Um, so since you're probably not going to watch it, just the beginning of it is they go climbing and they're Don serious Wall? climbers. Huh? This, is Don, this is Don Wall or is this Man on a Wall? Yeah, okay. yeah, Don Wall. It, they go to, I can't say it, Kajikistan or whatever over there. Mm-hmm. It's over and they get captured by rebels over there. And huh. there's four of them, you know, um, and they climb, they're trying to move through the mountains and they literally pushed one of the guys off a cliff. Whoa. Wow. Exactly. On purpose? Yeah, to get away because they think they're going to get killed. They're off guns and everything. It was really good. And then, you know, they fast forward past that. The guy had climbed El Capitan in Yosemite, Mm -hmm. which is the 3,000 feet straight up. And they stay over. It took them like 30, not 30, 20 days to climb it. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, yeah, that guy that you pushed off survived. Oh, and he was like, so, but he was then tried and I think he was executed, to be honest with you. (laughs) How long ago was this? That is not an 80s style feel. (laughs) So this happened in 95 ish. All right. I'm definitely now, now I'm interested. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And it was, uh, I think it was, I think it came out this year in Netflix. Okay. Because he only, I think he climbed it in 2019. Oh, okay. So awesome. Well, it was pretty cool. I, uh, that, that, yeah, that was good. Uh, that was a lot of good eighties talk. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to wrap it up, why don't do we have any tropes? Cause I kind of have a trope. I don't know if it's a trope, but it's something I do want to talk about. And, uh, unless somebody actually has a trope that we can talk about. I didn't get one. You didn't. I have one? a movie pitch. Not really. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Hit us with it. So, Making deliveries that we do, you can see how some bad things can happen on deliveries in the darkest of dark, walking up to a house with no lights on. And obviously, it's a way a lot of movie, I mean, uh, scary movies and horror movies would start. And I'm not saying I have one specific idea for a movie. It's just (laughs) as we do our deliveries you just don't know what you're gonna see and i always think of the uh not to bring it down but like the cleveland uh 
girls that were in the house for 10 years. Oh, captured, yeah, captured. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're saying you just, like stumbling upon that as like a delivery guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see that or maybe you, you know, botch their attempt or you save somebody. I think about that sometimes too. I think about yeah, like, I know what if I was, to. what if I was the last person to see a murder and then they, I could chase down and get killed because I just witnessed a murder or something like right. that. That well, would be cool. The, where that would the not movie, be cool. I mean, as a I movie. Oh yeah. As a movie, it'd be it's cool. What like, happened to you? It'd be okay. <laughs> so I've been listening to podcasts too for the last year and, and a lot of murder podcasts and me and Corey have talked about it. And you're like, what was the last thing you saw? Like you said, like, oh, well, the truck was there at nine o'clock because I was there for a delivery. And he's saying he wasn't there. And I'm saying he was there. Mm-hmm. I saw this on the ground. Or you just think about everything that you could possibly come across at a yeah. crime scene. And the movie would be something like, well, they're coming after you. Right. And right. Yeah. No, I think about that literally all the time. Yeah. And, some houses man you don't know if you're coming back from i don't know i i don't know if i've told the story i know i brought i brought I, I said it when i when it happened to me but i was delivering to a house one night in the pitch black and i tr- i was walking up the house and on the side of the like i got to the front door it was all pitch black and on the, on the side front of the door it said please go around to the back no thanks and I, <laughs> and I i did it just because I'm, I'm an idiot and it was again no no lights so I'm walking around the side of the house. Like I'm pretty much sticking to the house. Cause I can't really see where I'm going. And I turn the corner and I'm like probably six feet away from a horse. And I, <laughs> and I screamed so fucking loud. Was not Horses are fucking gigantic. I was not expecting a horse. Like this, this, this family owned a horse and it was in like the stable. And I was, I walked like, to the side of the house and the stable was like, I, like kind of like ahead of me. And the horse was just sitting there doing nothing. It wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't trying to scam. It wasn't even coming up to me. It was just sitting there, and I literally <laughs> screamed so fucking loud. That's incredible. And someone actually like came out and like I was like, here, please take this. I need to I need to go. I need to change my pants. Um, <laughs> it was in Essex, Keith. I forget the address, but I'll if Ooh. I think of it, I'll uh, I'll let you know. I think that's cool. Like that, it's like the guy. It's like a guy getting caught up into something that like isn't his thing, and and it's. But, but everyone knows that, like in the movies, that could be a movie. But in real life, that ends with me dying and Keith dying. Like, yeah. The, 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 like there's. We're there's not no, gonna live. We're not gonna outrun it. We're not gonna like. We're not gonna live to tell our story. We're going to be murdered on that spot because that's that the you know I've listened to enough murder podcasts to know yeah. that the, you, gotta, you can't leave any witnesses. All right. Are there any stories at your at your like area where that? that's happened before where a driver's been killed yeah or something like that no i mean drivers like there was a guy in manchester new hampshire that cut his truck stolen with him in the back of it um, <laughs> he Ew. was he was in the back like sorting through freight and his truck was running and a guy just jumped in the front seat and drove off and then stopped and kicked the driver out and kept driving the truck so i think it'd be cool if like that happened and like you so you're like a fedex driver in a movie and you're delivering and you see like a murder happen and then you you need to get in your truck and drive as far away as possible and like go hide and then like the whole rest of the movie is you using the things that are in the packages to like fight off these guys and survive and like well i'll tell you why i'll tell you why that movie will never happen because we are tracked 
like we everything about our movements track so like we if we go missing <laughs> for an hour they're yeah, gonna be like okay well, why haven't you made a delivery in an hour and why does the gps say you're in new hampshire when you're supposed to be in marblehead yeah like, but you you know where the beacon is you tore that bad boy out no one's tracking you anymore you're on your own gentlemen i don't understand why that would, why we would do that i, I wanted to, <laughs> i would want to be tracked so i could find the nearest policeman and because like, because the, the murderer is the chief of police oh um, now we're talking and the I've accomplice is your boss. I always say, like, I, like I have like a, I have like a, like a um, script plan for if I ever do get like hijacked. I'm like, dude, like, just let me go. Like, everything about us is tracked. Like, if you murder me, you'll get caught. Like, Wait, so that's it? Okay, so pretend, pretend you're you're getting a package, and I walk up with a gun, and I'm like, yo, you, give me all the packages. I'd say, okay. See you, bye. Yeah, have it. I would just give me my keys. Save and my, phone, and I'm yeah. out. I say, as all, I don't even want my cell phone. Like, just let me make, give me my keys so I can get, so I can actually, you know, give me my cell phone and keep my keys. I just want to be able to get home. That's all I care about. Yep. You can I have would, the truck. I would literally never, I would never fight for anything on my truck. It's a victimless it's, crime. I mean, there's a lot of victims, actually. Oh, okay. All the packages inside, they're victims. That's yep. true. Um, well, hey, let's wrap it up because it's, we're on about hour two now. That was a great um, pitch, though, Keith, and a great, yeah. and a great yeah. episode, a great chat as well. <laughs> I want to leave well, you guys you. with something before we go. Uh-oh. Okay, we don't, we're not going to answer it now, but it's something to think about for the next episode. Ben, <laughs> mainly you. Keith, you can think about it too and tell me when you see me. Geriatric high. Like, like, <laughs> no, no don't talk about geriatric We do not want to talk about geriatric high. Getting, that's getting green one. Um, Gilligan's Island. Yes. How did they get the guest stars on the island? And off the island. You're talking about a TV show where the they built radios was, out of coconuts. never able to get off the island. Just think about that before while we leave you. Those are our parting thoughts. Okay, okay. I'll really give that a little thought. The, the Harlem Globetrotters showed up in like season three. In the next episode, they were gone. They were able to get off the island. How come the other cat, how come the main cast wasn't able to get off the island? I refuse to think about that. No, let's think about it. All right. That was, was going to be my trope. Um, but I'm going to leave it as an open-ended thing. That I want All right, well. First thing from the new, next episode, I want you to tell me how that happened. Okay, you're going to have to remind me because okay. I'm not going to remember that. Okay. Uh, Keith, thank you so much for joining us. This was excellent. Yeah, a lot of fun. Thanks um, a lot. Always fun. love having our, having our fans on. And thank you so much. Shout for out this. Keith, by the way. That's my full name. Shout out, shout out Keith. Keith. This Adam. Shout out Keith. Shout out Adam. And shout, shout out Keith. Adam. Keith, I will see you on Tuesday as i am off tomorrow and uh you guys should you, like in the morning next to me play, play the episode and you guys i don't know where i am together. this week so we could we could we could yeah. play it play it during uh during the sort in the morning well uh thanks for coming on keith and right. we, we will do it again soon and yeah great stuff right. great job and for everyone thanks else for thank five you for listening then. <laughs> yes thank you for thank you all for listening and yeah another good one another great right. one Another great one. Thanks, Keith. See you. Bye, everyone. Thanks. We'll see you.